Listen, let me take a moment to pray. Let me take a moment to pray, and we'll get into this. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing amongst us, Lord, in, in so many different ways. God, we sit back, and we're humbled, and we're blessed. And Lord, I just pray that this morning, your word and your testimony would encourage and strengthen others, Lord. And so, Father, I thank you for what you want to do, and we ask your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. Um, well, with, uh, with that being said, um, I, I really just want to begin with a, a little bit of a testimony and, and share with you and when I knew that I was really thankful and grateful, and there's been so many different areas of my life, but in this last season, it's been tremendous for me as a pastor, not only for what's happened in my family, but for as a pastor to see what God has done in so many other lives, and, 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 and to see people just, things just make sense, or see them healed, or see them set free, or see, see people choose, or see people desire has really been tremendous, and, and a big part of it, I think, is, is all of us wanting more of God. Our Tuesday night prayer gatherings have been amazing, and as we've been watching just the Holy Spirit move, and, and we know it because, you know, God has promised. He said, listen, I'm, Jesus says, I'm going to ascend and go into heaven, and I'm going to leave you what? The Holy Spirit, right? And it was meant to move amongst us the way that He is, and even greater, and, and, you know, my wife and I, we've had the opportunity to serve as pastors here for eight years now, and it's really been a tremendous blessing, and it's, it's been humbling. We've seen a lot of things happen. We've seen the church just seek after God. We've, we've done our best to teach the Word of God. We've seen so many people grow stronger. We've seen us grow more in unity. Um, we've seen people's faith grow. We've, we've seen people sign up and say, hey, I'll join a team. I'll serve. I've never done anything like that and served it, but, I, but I'll do it. Um, we've seen people become official partners with us. We've, we've seen people discover their callings in life. And I think God's called me to this. And Pastor, how does that work? And what do I begin to do? But in this last season, and I think the season of our, this pandemic, and, and, I, and I think the season from October to where we are now, I've seen this great resilience in our church. And, and it's, it's been tremendous because when a whole lot of people panicked, you served each other. You loved each other. You believed God for signs, wonders, and miracles. You stuck together. And, 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 and it was just, it was, it, I guess, just mind-blowing in a way. Is I, God, wow, in, incredible what you're doing. I've seen you, you grab a hold of God. And so in October, we did this church-wide fast, and it was, it was tremendous. Every one of you, you stepped up, you said, hey, I'll fast, I'll fast. You know what, we're asking for more of the presence of God in our church, and what a wonderful thing to ask, right? We're asking for five names, and, uh, you know, we're believing for salvation in these particular areas, and you said, I'll fast, and, you know, we did that, and we, and we fast in October, and then we, we come close to the end of the year, and we do another fast, and we're fasting, and we're, we're worshiping the Lord, and we're, again, we're asking for these five names, and we're asking for more of the presence of God, and, 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 and I think as a result of all of it, all of this fasting and all of this worshiping, we have seen God be so faithful. And you know what he's looking like? He, like the worship is like this sweet aroma. It's an, an offering to the Lord. And, and I think Pastor Rodrigo said it well, where, where is he? he's, he's there somewhere, but he said, you know, it's like he loves to hear your voice, but in as he hears your voice, he loves to see your heart. This is God, like, like I'm here for you, and, and I'm broken, and I got stuff going on, and people don't know about that area, and I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to be right. I'm taking steps in the right direction. God, forgive me. I'm and I, I just want more of you. And, and I think that's been the heart posture of our church. As, as, as no one is perfect, there's no halo on this head, we've all sought to seek the Lord. And from that, we can't do anything but say, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, this last season... Um, it's really been tremendous. You know what? On the count of three, can we say thank you, Heavenly Father? Can we just do that? One, two, and three. Thank you, Heavenly Father. It's, it's, it's so humbling and so real. And, 
just so authentic. And as I've, you know, seeking the Lord and planning this Sunday, I was hoping for one where we can just be honest and vulnerable and, and real. And listen, I want to read a psalm to you. I'm going to read Psalm 100 to you. The whole psalm has five verses, but um, I, I want to read it to you. And it, it says this. It says, shout for joy. Do you get that? Like, can you, can you imagine the moments in life where you shout for joy? Like, what, what is that? Like, you, you just found out, you know, you're pregnant or something, right? Or you just, the, the baby's just delivered. Or you just, you, just, you just graduated college and it's all over. You're all done. You're, like, shouting for joy. Or, or I don't know, you just got engaged. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. You, you finally got that promotion, that job. I mean, whatever. You shout for joy. Like, what is it? it shout for joy to who? The to the Lord. Shout for joy to the Lord. And then it says this, all the earth, meaning all of God's creation. You know, sometimes when we, you know, we read the scriptures and we, we break them and we look at them and we think, okay, well, this is talking specifically about the Israelites. But this psalm is written and it's, it's to all the earth, to all of God's creation. Shout for joy to the Lord. Verse 2, worship the Lord. Right? Dedication to the Lord. Adoration to the Lord. Right? This, this, this sacrifice to the Lord. And we worship the Lord not just on Sundays when we sing the songs, but it's the lifestyle. It's everything that we do. We, we worship Him with the way that we live. It says, it's worship the Lord with gladness. See, when the psalmist says worship the Lord with gladness, there is an awareness of the goodness of God. See, you have to understand how good God is in order to be glad in Him. And so this morning we come from a, a, a place of understanding how good he is. God is good. And, and, and all the time. And, and beyond the saying and the words, it's what we know in the depth of our heart that God is good. In who he is, in his nature, right? He's, he is good. So from that place, I can worship the Lord with gladness. And then it says this, semicolon, come before him with joyful songs. And it, and it doesn't say come before him with joyful songs when the situation is ideal. Right? When life, life hasn't been giving you any uppercuts, when you haven't went through anything, right? When, when it's all just going fair, then worship the Lord with joyful songs. No. Right? In life. Life is going to continue to be life, you know? It's, it's, it's going to happen as you walk through it. That's what it's like, right? One day we'll be in heaven with the Lord. But right now, th this is what it is. Life's going to come. Oh, I wasn't expecting that one, right? That's out of left field. That's from nowhere. But in that, worship the Lord with joyful songs. A place of joy. God, God, I'm here to celebrate your name. God, I'm here to just, I, I just want to express my gratitude, my thankfulness. It's, it says this. In verse 3, know that the Lord is God, right? Be, be certain of that in every area of your life. Know that the Lord is God, the one and only, period. It says this, it is he, the Lord God, who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. We belong and if you've ever felt in life that you didn't belong or didn't fit in, I'll tell you where you fit. Amen, yeah. It's in his household. Amen. You fit. Look, I don't know. I'm just a little bit different. Listen, you fit here. And you don't know my experience, my background, the things I've done. Listen, you fit here. His arms are wide open, and there's always room for you. Amen. Always room for you. It says this. Verse 4, enter his gates. Right? What, what, what does that mean? It's, it's entering his presence, the presence of God, which is made possible through Jesus Christ. So if you've made a decision for Jesus, you can enter into the presence of God and truly enjoy the presence of God. So we, we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Bless the name of the Lord. 
For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. See, God doesn't promise that he's going to remove everything out of our way, but God promises that he will walk us through everything in life. There is this intimate relationship that God says, listen, my child, I'll grab you by the hand. We got this. Follow my lead. Let's do this. I know it looks intimidating. I know that's a big hill. I know the medical report. I know the situation look, doesn't look great, but I got you. This is the goodness of God. I can be glad because of how good he is. And he's faithful, as the psalmist says, to all generations. He is faithful. But you got to trust him. You got to walk in him. You got to say, yes, Lord. You know what? I've been tiptoeing across the line. I've been playing with stuff that I shouldn't be playing with. I don't want to do that no more, Lord. I want to trust you. If you're in it, I want to be in it. If you're not in it, then I don't want to be in it, God. Lord, help me to walk this thing out. And there's always room. There's always room. So we delight in the Lord. God is good to us. The truth is we come, we come broken and in need. And not only does he lavish his love on us, he heal us, give us purpose, but he gives us this opportunity to walk with him. And in that, we can't help but grow in our desire to worship him, to thank him. And so, um, you know, we have so many amazing stories with what God has done in the recent months. And it got me thinking, if I was looking for a new church, I would like to know if God was working in the people of that church. You know, I, I, I'd like to know, like, if, if I was looking for a place, like, is, does God move there? Is God real there? Does the Holy Spirit move there? Are there any testimonies there? Has God done anything there? Like, I would like to know that. And the other thing that it got me thinking as I was preparing for this, for this week was how often do we just get so busy with everything that we're doing that nobody knows what's happening in my brother here and nobody's happening with my sister over there. But I, I find that we strengthen each other that way when we know. Because one thing is certain. That if God can do it in me, then he can do it in you. If God can open my eyes, he can open yours. If God can forgive me, he can forgive you. If God can heal me, he can heal you. He can do it. And so this morning, as we continue our celebration, I was thinking of a celebration in, in praising the Lord and thanking him. So this morning, I want to give a few of you an opportunity to share some testimony, share what God has done. And maybe you simply begin and you say, hi, church, my name is, I want to give glory to God for all he's done, and I want to encourage you, this is what's happened in my life. So the question I ask you this morning is, what has God done? What are the miracles that have taken place? How has he renewed your faith or your joy? What peace do you now have that you didn't have? What, what healing has taken place? What purpose has been given to you? What, what are the dreams that Lord has placed on your heart? And simply what I want us to do this morning is to encourage each other, to strengthen each other, because God is good and he is faithful, and we have a whole lot to thank him for. So let's thank him publicly and together and bring glory to his name. And everybody be strengthened today, and everybody be encouraged today, because I'm telling you, he's good. And everyone who comes up today, if he can do it in them, he can do it in you. Let your faith increase this morning. So, with that being said, um, is there anyone that would like to come up and uh, give a Give a testimony. Oh, someone wants to be joined to the program. Mr. Brown, you want to join to the program? <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, having dinner with my brother this week, and uh, yeah, you used that mic right there. And we're, you know, you guys seen this movie um, where there's a brother, Mr. Brown, he's trying to get on the program. <laughs> and uh, we were joking this morning, <laughs> this week.
And uh, I have to, I have to thank him public because he has done so much for me. The way, I mean, crazy a lot this year. He's been, you know, at the beginning of the year, my my brother had an accident in Mexico, and uh, and thank you. I want to thank you for praying with us for him because he's doing he's doing good. And if he's watching right now, I'd like to, you know, brother, I want to let you know that I love you. And you know you're here by his grace. Amen. And I, I like to thank him for that. And uh, he's, he's, he has done so much for me. That I have to, you know, I have to come up, even though I always say my wife, you know, I'm, I'm too shy to talk in front of people. <laughs> but I have to, I have to. It's just... For his provision this year, he's, he took me to levels in my life that I never, never thought in my life that I would be in. But I know, like Pastor Rigo said, you know, like, fine, I mean, it's just like whatever you guys going through, financially, physically, mentally, just hang on. He will, whatever you need, he will come through for you guys. Amen. Just letting you guys know that he will. And I'd like to thank him here, and I love you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Incredible. I'm going to encourage you, if, if you'd like to share, come, come and share and encourage us all. May our faith again grow this morning. So um, who's next? Who's next? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, my name is David, and I received the Lord in 1957 at a tent revival. Uh, my grandmother and my mom, my brother and sister, uh, I and my brother, we were born with hernias. We have these ruptures. And, and I went to Cal, uh, California Junior High School, and now it's called Cal Middle. And my brother, my brother was at uh, McClatchy. And during our PE time, we couldn't go out there and do the PE because, we, because of the ruptures, the hernias. So we had to go to the library and stay there. So uh, my mom was watching a program there was evangelists on TV, and then she was reading the paper. Well, the one came to Sacramento, and name was Ogilvy. Afterwards, he became a pastor in Stockton, and uh, so we all went there, and and we heard uh, the old old story how a Savior came from glory to here on the earth. He walked on waters, he opened blind eyes, and he healed the sick, and even he raised the dead. And uh, first time we heard that, and then they, they get this altar call. So my mom stood up, we all stood up, and we all went in the front, and, and I gave my life to the Lord, and felt that him coming in, it never left. It's a, it's a glorious walk with the Lord. So then uh, the evangelist, he prayed for my grandmother first. She was total blind from diabetes, and she was blind for three years and a half. And he laid his hand on her, and he said, in the name of Jesus, the Nazareth, your eyes be opened. Into her eyes were opened. And they were singing that song, an old song that says, it is no secret what God can do. What he did for others, he'll do for you. I promise, he'll do that for you. But then I said to myself, Lord, I just saw you heal my, my, my grandma, Lord. And I knew she was blind, because we used to help her there at the house. So my brother went up there, and... I prayed for my brother Leonard, and then afterwards he came and laid hands on me, and I felt that it popped in, the rupture. So we went back to two doctors to confirm it, that we were born with ruptures and hernias, but the power of God healed us. And then afterwards we went out and testified to others what, what Jesus did for us, because it is no secret what God can do. And afterwards... 
I think about a year or two later, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. We were, there was a nine of us there, and this evangelist came and laid hands on us, and we were filled with the Spirit and began to speak with this holy language. And like that song they were singing, all these years that the Lord has always been faithful. He'll always be faithful. He'll be faithful to you. He'll be faithful. And you know what? This walk with the Lord is joy and peace. Like the like pastor just went to that scripture and says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that he is God, that he has made you in your image and likeness. Bless the Lord. Lord bless you. All right, so I know a lot of you see me up here, and I don't know everybody yet, but I'm trying to get to know everybody. But um, if you, I cannot speak to the specifics on a lot of things, but if you happen to know the weight that I've been going through for the past four years, it's been very, very heavy, and a lot of things have been resolved, but there's still things out there. But the reason why I come up here is, even though I can't give you specifics, is say, even with the weight, even with Satan's attack, when he tries to stomp you out and everything, you keep coming in. You keep worshiping. You keep praising God. You don't see me up here looking do, uh, gloomy or anything like that. You see the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And being connected to the house of God, being present, being here this morning provides the strength and the energy and the joy that you need. Because God does miracles whenever we come together. Don't forget that God has something special in store for you every time you come inside the house of the Lord. And God has blessed me over and over and over again. He's blessed me financially, physically, intellectually, emotionally. He's brought healing in so many different areas. You would not believe the things that God has done. And one day I will tell you what he's doing. But I can't at the moment. But I can tell you I got engaged. So, And I've been praying... And I've been praying specifically for that for over 25 years. I'm 40 years old, and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and being faithful and asking God to do his thing. I bought, I tell you what, I purchased an SUV when I wanted a sports convertible or a luxury convertible. Uh, okay? And then I purchased a larger house because I wanted to fill it up with family. I told God, I said, I've been waiting, and I'm doing these things because I expect you to do your part. Within two weeks of me buying my house, I found my fiancé. <laughs> who lives less than two minutes down the street, who I met in the transition when, when COVID shut down the church I planted uh, over in Davis. He brought me and he traveled me all over California leading worship and preaching, all up into Washington, all up into Oregon. I said, God, I'm trusting you in this. I'm trusting you. And two minutes down the street, I, I went to this one church up the hill, and two minutes down the street, there was my fiance. Amen. Your faith increase. God is good. Who's next? Who's next? Who would like to share? Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. Jesus, I just want to give glory to God for what he's been doing. Um, I was, I'm going to give a testimony, a little testimony. I was Broken, broken. I came in broken, needing so much healing, low self-worth, um, what he's been doing in my life. And test what he's been doing in my life is restoring. I was so hurt. I used to hurt my family, my kids. My kids are coming back to church. My daughter's serving again. Um, they're raising their kids up in the things of God. And I also suffer with anxiety. Well, I don't, I struggle with anxiety, not suffer. Struggle with anxiety and depression. And I actually been off my antidepressant pills for 10 months. All glory to God. And let's not forget, I've also been working my 12 steps. <laughs> Celebrate recovery. I, you know, it's a tool that God has given me. And I work it every day with the help of God, but I just want to give thanks and glory that um, 
I'm stepping into what he's calling me to do and stepping into being that mother, that example that he wants me. Thank you for letting me share. God is doing it. God is doing it. Who would, uh, would like to come next? One and then two. Yeah, you first, yeah. Hi, everyone. I shared this experience in the past, and I'd like to share it again. Um, Mid-30s, I was diagnosed with kidney failure. Um, Ten years later, I, I was in stage four. God has sent an angel to me and um, decided to donate a kidney to me by my little sister. And she was very compatible. <laughs> I went through the surgery, and my family was very um, supportive, and God was just there all the time. And uh, it was a very complicated surgery for four and a half hours, and um, I opened my eyes <laughs> with the new kidney. Amen. For four hours, I prayed the Lord that my sister would be okay when they were taking her kidney. And then I didn't have time for myself until last minute. I felt like I was going to not wake up from the surgery, but I remained faithful. And when I did wake up, I opened my eyes. I said, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Thereafter, three months later, I'm recuperating from the surgery. I guess the pills, reject pills, gave me um, kidney, um, breast cancer. I went through another surgery, <laughs> stage one. I'm recuperating from that too. And I also want to thank him too because I didn't have to go to chemo. Thank the Lord. It was just a little minor, little bump in my breast, and I decided to remove everything. I was never afraid that I was not going to make it again. Remain faithful. And um, I'm here. Amen. <laughs> I just want to say that after remaining faithful, God blessed me with a new job the next year. We bought a home a month ago. And he just giving me everything. And I'm just struggling with coming into church all the time because, you know, Satan is right there in my ear. Um, but I also want to say that I pray for my family. My son is here. <laughs> and I pray for all my family, too. We struggle with, you know, not being together. But I pray for my friends that brought me here, too. It's going to be a year on Mother's Day that I came to the first church and meet Pastor Brenda, Pastor Jack. But I want to say thank you for being there and um, thank the Lord for everything he's given to my, 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 myself and my family. Thank you. And if God can do it, he can do it in your life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Who was, who was next? Somebody was coming next. I saw a hand. Oh, that, are you coming? Okay. All right, you guys, like you said, my name's Jose. Um, quick testimony. So I've been praying for myself for, for a while. I've been wanting something from God that for some reason I thought I was, I was weird because I didn't have it, you know. I never spoke in tongues, you know. So for me it was like I wanted it. I wanted that, that desire. And people told me, you know what, just, just, just get into it, you know, just get into it. Get into your prayer. Get into, you know, uh, uh, your meditation with God. So uh, it's been like that. For, it had been like that for a couple months, and um, actually at the youth convention here a couple months ago, uh, Pastor came up and he said, "You know what? Um, for those who want to speak in tongue, come up here." And it was weird because at that moment, God took me to the corner. I was I was serving at the moment, and God took me to the corner back there and um, just just broke me down. 
you know, just broke me down. And then I heard him, you know, make the altar call. He said, you know what, uh, whoever wants to come up, uh, you know, to speak in tongues, come up here. So I was like, all right, that's me. This is it, you know, like this is the moment. And I came up here and, yo, it was, it was crazy, but I didn't speak in tongues, you know. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck, man? So I got confused. I was like, okay, God, like I felt it like in the tip of my tongue. It was right there. It was right there, but it just didn't happen. You know, so uh, I hit up Pastor Jack, I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Like, you know how this thing works, man? Come on, like, help me. You know, uh, he's like, we'll talk about it. So um, Pastor Rodrigo helped me out a little bit with that, too, you know. And um, Sunday, the next day, Sunday, uh, I made an altar call right here. And Pastor Rodrigo comes up to me, he goes, hey, man, come on, let's go. And I was like, nah, man, it doesn't work that way, bro. Like, I'm good, you know. He goes, come on, man. I was like, all right. So he thought I was following him. I stayed in the back, and then I felt God telling me, go up there. And right here, like, oh, come on, man, like, you guys, this is, this is real, you guys, this is, this is real. Right here in this altar call, I mean, this altar, I received the Holy Spirit. I received the, 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 the gift of, of speaking in tongues. And with that being said, you guys, we're all qualified. Each and every one of us is qualified. Don't listen to the lies of the devil. The fact that, you know, it, it, it's, it's fearing. It is. It's, it's scary because you, you're stepping into, into, you're stepping out of yourself and allowing God to do what God's got to do. It's getting closer to him. You know, I speak the language of heaven. Now, I, 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 I can relate to God in a whole different way now. And it's amazing. And each and every one of us here is capable of that. You are qualified. Each one of you guys are qualified. You know, that's for every single one of you guys. I encourage you guys. Give it to God. Give in to God. That's all it is. That's all it takes. You know? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we, we have so many wonderful stories of just the Holy Spirit and, and, and some of that. We're actually, the, the Sunday after Mother's Day, we're going to kick off a message series on the Holy Spirit. And so for about four weeks, we're just going to dive into what the Word says about the Holy Spirit and, you know, so we take a look. Jesus ascends and he says, listen, I'm going to leave you this, this helper, the Holy Spirit. And so there's so much to that as we're going to dive into the scripture. So anyways, that, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Is there somebody else that would like to share what God has done? Yeah. You're second. She's coming in. Yeah. God bless you, church. Um, my name is Rachel. And my husband's Alvaro. And I wanted to come up here and thank God personally myself. Um, like he was telling you guys, my brother-in-law, the beginning of this year, was hit by a truck and broke his leg in two places. His hip was broken. And I came to a study with Pastor Brenda, and I asked for prayer for him. And um, <clears throat> I want to thank God because my brother-in-law, to me, came to us when he was 15 years old, so I seen him as my son, my oldest son. And um, when we found out about the accident, it broke me. I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, what are we going to do? God, you know, you're here with us. You need to do a miracle so my family in Mexico can see. And um, I want to thank God, too, because financially, over there in Mexico, you got to have the money before they work on you. And I looked at my husband and I told him, I go, God is blessing us so we can bless our family and other people that need blessings. And um, I want to thank God for the financial blessings. Because if it wasn't for him, you know, who would know how my brother-in-law or my son would be in Mexico right now? And Juan, I want you to know that you've always meant a lot to us. I see you as my son, not my brother-in-law. Um, and the testimony is that um, we talk to him almost every night. And um, I'm always sharing our church services to him. And I'll tell him, hey, are you ready for church tomorrow? And he's like, yeah. So, you know, I'll send him his little message, you know, church is starting. And... Um, at first, he was worried because um, they did the surgery on him, and his foot stood this way. 
and he, you know, I would tease him about it, like, okay, Forrest, run, Forrest, run. And he would tell me, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> and I go, no, I'm just joking. You know, I'm joking, right? He goes, yes, I know how you are. <laughs> and um, he let us, um, a couple of days ago, we talked to him, and he said that his foot is starting to straighten up. So now my prayer for him is that he'll be able to walk again, which I know he will because God's going to do it. And I want to thank my sisters that prayed for him that night. Thank you guys for your prayers and your continued prayers. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. I'm Daniela. You guys see me all the time in the front. Um, uh, I don't know everyone yet, but um, I just wanted to publicly acknowledge and thank the Lord um, because I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the Lord. Um, um, let me give you a little bit of a little background. I grew up in church. Um, I'm a prodigal daughter. Um, in my teens, uh, when I was 16, my mother passed away from cancer. Um, she had cancer for about eight years, so I grew up practically in the hospital. Um, she was in and out of, of having surgeries. Um, so, um, unfortunately, she passed at the age of 16, two, two weeks after my birthday. Um, she passed away, and then already before... Before I turned 16, I was starting to go downhill uh, with my attitude, and it was just like I was sucked in um, into the world already. Um, so she passed away, and I went downhill. I totally went out into the world. I had no longer the protection and the covering over me. I didn't want it anymore. I... Um, got into gangs. Nobody would ever believe me <laughs> to this day. Um, I was in gangs. I had a promiscuous youth. God delivered me from going to prison. <laughs> you wouldn't believe I had a felony. Um, but glory to God. It's all glory goes to God. That he saved me and delivered me from from that lifestyle um, I ended up I, I had my daughter it was I, I think it God had to give me my daughter my first daughter in order for me to see what I did and w where I was going and um, I named her after my mother her name is Lorena you guys see her um, I had to have my daughter, and when, when and then I went to church. Um, I went to church, and I went to the altar. It was um, went to the altar, and I gave. The, I, I rededicated my life to the Lord. I dedicated my children, uh, or my daughter at that time, and and basically my whole life and my future to the Lord. And He has done so many great things. He got rid of my felony. I remember going to the courthouse, and I was the last person. And I told, basically told the judge, I said, you know what? I want to get into the medical field. I want to help people, and I just don't want this anymore. And they, they, yeah, they totally, they um, expunged it, expunged the felony, and everybody in that courtroom clapped for me. It was all because of God. And, amen. It was all because of God. Glory to God. And I felt so much shame for so many years. I felt shame for what my past and what I've done and I've never, ever, ever gave my testimony unless you knew me in the past. You don't know this. <laughs> it's, it's been something I've never talked about. But I, ha I have to only give, I give it all to him. I, right now, I'm, I'm out of work due to all of the 
the pandemic and um, yeah, I had a long, good years. Um, but right now I think God told me, he's like, you're going to step out and you're going to step out in faith. Um, and so I did, and it's been really hard. This time has been very hard, but I'm, I'm coming, and I'm, I'm trying to serve, and I'm trying to be faithful, and I, I'm trying to see. I want to see the goodness continue on, and I want to see my husband come to the Lord. And yeah, and it's all because of him I, that I've been able to pay rent. Not I haven't really, I haven't had nothing. Haven't. I haven't had no income coming in. My husband has um, been on disability, and because of what's going on with the whole, I'm coming from the medical field, and it is a discrimination thing, and um, so I haven't had no income coming in, but God has been so good, so faithful. My bills are being paid, and I just give him all the glory forever and ever. Jesus, thank you, God. Amen. God is good. It, it don't have to make sense to anybody else, but if you walk with the Lord, it's just like, okay, God's good. He just makes a way. He just takes care of his children. To the outside world, it sounds like foolishness. This is who he is. Is there um is there anyone else? Hello everybody, it's been a while. <laughs> um sister, you encouraged me to get up and speak. Um wanna encourage you not to give up on your husband. Um, my husband is Catholic. And he said, I will never convert. I've been involved in a lot of outreaches and going out. And they've invited my husband to sing. He's singing worship. Um, he now has the opportunity to go to Guam. He's been dreaming about going to Guam and, and singing at his father's church, but worshiping God. So don't ever give up on your husbands because God's going to pull them through have people pray for them. I thank everybody that's prayed for him because now he's being loved through and he doesn't understand it. He's crying, he's weeping, and it's all because of the goodness of God. So never give up on your spouses and continue to pray. I try not to ugly cry. I'm not going to look at my kids. Um, it's funny because when Pastor mentioned, you know, the last few months, and he mentioned October, and God just started to remind me of everything um, that has, that he's brought us through. And um, my name is Rosalina. Um, this is my family here, my daughters. Um Last year, Pastor Brenda knows and the sisters that were in our Bible study that have been praying for my kids. I had a lot of fear um, just with every, them going back to school and everything. It's just, they've just been my prayer, my kids, my kids. Um, and in September, when you, uh, the youth pastors came in, uh, uh, sorry, I told my kids, Okay, starting September 1st, you guys are going to go to youth. And they're like, Mom, we already have so much going on. Like, how could you do that? Sign us without telling us. And I said, I'm just being obedient to God. God told me, um, you know, this is, I'm just being obedient to God. And you could be mad at me if you want. <laughs> and, um, and then after the fast, um, we were just hit with a bunch of health issues. My daughter um, went from a, a her, her her friend noticed her um, looking sick, and we were in the hospital for a week and a half. And um, after the fast, like right after the fast, um, and um, and then 
in November, the youth rally came up, and Pastor Carla kept asked me, you know, can you help? Can you come and chaperone? And and I wouldn't commit to her because I just I just wouldn't commit. I just I don't know. I just didn't think that I felt like I was too weak or I wasn't, you know, how can I I don't I just didn't think I could do it. I think that the enemy was, you know, putting doubts in me. And that uh, I think it was the day before or that day uh, that we were supposed to go to the, the rally, my husband had a seizure. And I was like, this is why I didn't want to commit, because I knew, like, I, I can't do it. And um, I called my mom, and she said, you need to go. You need to go. She's like, this is the enemy. This is the enemy, you know. And so I, I was just like, I'm too weak. Like, how can I lead these girls? How can I be there for these girls and encourage these girls? I'm, I'm too weak. Like, I was mad because we had been hit with these health. Like, why, God? And but I went, and um, and if I didn't go, like my daughter was touched there, and to hear her testimonies um, after the last night when we were in the pastor's room and sharing our testimonies, it's like, and hearing my daughter share what God did, and and seeing her encounter God, and I'm like, if I wouldn't have went. You know, I don't know if she would have went, and, and she wouldn't have encountered God's love. She wouldn't have felt his presence. And, you know, and and just my, my, my daughter, Lacey, she, at that youth rally, she was just, like, by me the whole time. And she, and, you know, she, and, and she was just, she wasn't, she was just like, my mom, I'll stay here. And I said, okay, and um, and I had just been praying for God to free her of, you know, just to be, for her to be free and for her to feel God's love. And yeah. and I had just been bringing them and bringing them. And um, at the youth rally, um, she, uh, I seen, I seen a, a lady come and pray for her. One of the uh, pastors come and pray for her. And um, later on, I was serving food, and I spoke with that lady, and she spoke Spanish. And she said, um, and I kind of, she didn't understand me because I don't speak Spanish. So I was telling her where the drinks are, and she kind of didn't understand me. But she was the lady that prayed for my daughter. So later on, on the way home, I asked my daughter, did, did she pray for you in English or Spanish? And my daughter told me, she asked me, Mom, do you speak English or Spanish? And I told her, I only speak English. And she said, Mom, she's she began to pray for me in English. After she was done, she said, I have never spoken fluent English like that before and, 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 and until right now praying for you. And I told my daughter, I was like, God needed you to get that, mes that message to you. Yes. So just, I'm just, it's just been crazy months and we have been attacked. I mean, you know, but just being obedient to God and just being close to him and continuing to come to come and 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 you know you know just the past week of uh passion week the week before Easter you know without going specifics we've been attacked but and but we kept coming like because I I heard someone say like you know The devil, he can't destroy you. When you destroy you, when you accept the Savior, and and you're close to God, and you can hear God's voice, he can't destroy you. But he will try to distract you, and he will try to get you to give up, and he will try to get you to, um, you know, not come anymore, or not reach out for prayer, or get you isolated where you're, you know, um, he will just try to break you down, and. Um, and I just thank God. I, I thank God that 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 we continue to come and that we are so close to Him, that we are aware that that's the enemy. That's the enemy trying, trying you know, um, trying any way he can to make you weak or, or or to make you give up, to make you stop praying. Like you know, I mean, there's points where I'm just like, I I don't know. I'm tired. I don't know what to pray for, and you know, and um, so yeah, I just. Um, I'm just, 
I just thank God that I was obedient. I've been obedient to Him. I, I'm so amazed at what He has done in in uh, my daughters. Um, you know, just in their walk, in their journey, and in just this past few months. And I'm just I'm excited to see, you know, what they have in store for my kids, all my kids, even my son. My son, um, he came to uh, church last week, and in God's I. I just had this fear for my kids for a long time, and God is just showing me, like, he has them, you know, he has them, just, yeah, so. God is so, so good in every area of our life. Um, I want to read the psalm to you uh, one more time. Psalms 100, verses 1 through 5. And it says this. It says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness, right? Because we're aware of the goodness of God. When you're aware, then you can worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us. We are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. And so enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And our generation, and the next generation, and in the next generation, God's faithfulness.